Welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. Hey, what's up print-on-demand sellers? Today, I'm gonna share with you five tips that are gonna help you increase your t-shirt sales. Let's get right to it. Tip number one is to follow the customers. Make it easy for customers to find whatever you are selling. Now, I went to Google, the most trafficked website in the world, okay, so a good place to start, and I just typed in funny Christmas shirt. As it's December, there's a lot of sales taking place in the Christmas niche. Now, I'm gonna scroll past the ads, all right, and I'm gonna go to the organic results. Wow, it looks like Amazon is ranking number one when I Google funny Christmas shirt, so I should probably sell on Amazon. Next, there's this website I've never seen before called tipsyelves.com, and you know what? I bet you they're making an absolute killing, and we could probably do another video on, you know, I'm guessing maybe their Shopify store that's absolutely killing it, but we don't own that store, so why don't we move on to the next one? Oh, and look at that, Etsy. So maybe we prioritize Amazon and Etsy, right? Follow the customers. And if the customers who don't go directly to Amazon or directly to Etsy, maybe they go to Google and then Google sends them to uh, those websites. Also, just scrolling down a little bit further, hey, Walmart's here. So Walmart would be on our list. Amazon again, Etsy, eBay, all right? So tip number one is simply follow the customers. It's so obvious, but sometimes we need a reminder, all right? Not that you can't succeed in other ways on your own Shopify store, but like, you know, setting up ads, customizing the website, all those extra things, you know, sometimes you can just keep it simple to get those uh, first sales, to get that initial traction. Now, the next one is we need to figure out who's fulfilling the orders when we make a sale. Are we gonna buy a t-shirt printing press and then ship it out ourselves? Because that's gonna take a lot of time, a lot of money, and it's gonna prevent us from really scaling our business unless we start hiring a team, and it's hard to hire a team when you're early on in the business. What if we outsource fulfillment to a company like Gelato? All right, Gelato's in 33 countries, so we instantly have access to a global fulfillment network more importantly, or maybe equally importantly, I don't know, it depends on your perspective, they have great pricing when it comes to outsourcing fulfillment to them. Now, we will not ever get a better price than if we were to do fulfillment ourselves, but of course, time is money, uh, the machinery required is money, and the inventory themselves, the blank t-shirts, that also is money. So when you outsource to a company like Gelato, number one, you get access to their global infrastructure, which involves like the real estate, uh, the machinery, the trained labor force that are going to, you know, fulfill these orders for us, we get instant access to that. You can sign up instantly, by the way, for free, which, I mean, who doesn't love that word for free? It's kind of crazy when you think about it, that we can sign up literally for free and access all of this. And we get access to their whole catalog. So in this shirt, the scope of what we're talking about is t-shirts. Well, you can go to Gelato, look at their product catalog, type in t-shirt. They've got a number of options for us. Okay. So that's always great to be able to offer options to our customers. That being said, uh, depending on like when you're selling a print-on-demand t-shirt, you're probably doing your designing and your niche selection with a target demographic in mind. So you don't always need to be offering um, different products to, or you know what I mean, different products to to audiences outside of your target audience. So focus on a target audience when you select what products you wanna make your designs available on with regards to Gelato, I'm a big fan of the Bella Canvas 3001 unisex t-shirt. They even tagged it as bestseller, and they've got really competitive pricing, so you can go ahead and most likely, if you're going to sign up with Gelato, 
use the Bella Canvas 3001 as a great option. Now, I wanted to also mention that Gelato offers premium uh, options like Gelato Plus, Gelato Gold Plus, and they can help you save money on your fulfillment fees on like things like shipping, okay? So that's also something that you should just be aware of that it exists because uh, that's gonna also help your bottom line. Of course, we're starting these businesses with the goal of making money. So, and they have a little slider here so that you can figure out how much money you can actually make uh, by upgrading. So that's also an option, but you can start for free right now. All right, now, as I mentioned, they've got a bunch of different t-shirt options. Uh, in this case, if I wanna select the Bella Canvas 3001, they now take me to their t-shirt designer. Uh, first, I'd probably select a color and I typically optimize my designs for black. So I can go ahead and select the, you know, and you can make multiple colors available in your store. After that, go ahead and upload your design. This was one I saw on Twitter recently and I know people were talking about it on Facebook too. So it must be a popular one for whatever reason. Anyways, uploaded that design and you can see here we've got mockups. That's great, but... Tip number three, so tip number two was most likely you're going to want to outsource fulfillment and Gelato is a great, a great option because number one, you can get started immediately and access all of those benefits that I mentioned. So Gelato, I'll link to that at the top of the description. Tip number three is make sure you have good product mockups. If not good, make them great. You know, what's better than good? I don't know. Great. What's better than great? Perfect. What's perfect? I don't know. <laughs> but make sure your mockups are good. Now, you can actually access gelato's um, additional mock-ups here okay there's actually a mock-up step and they have mock-ups for things like you know the back um, sleeves etc if you're not designing on those spaces then you're most likely going to want to you know check out these additional mock-ups here uh, i believe they use photific to help generate these mock-ups and what i like to do personally is make sure that if I'm uploading to a website like Amazon, for instance, well, number one, these are gonna be eligible to be used on Amazon as the primary because Amazon requires a white background. So it's just worth noting that the fact that they even give us a simple plain mock-up of a human wearing the shirt with a white background means that we can use it on Amazon. Um, obviously the default one with a um, just a flat mock-up. I call it the flat mock-up when no one's wearing it. That will work on Amazon as well. You can select these additional mock-ups though. You can download them. Uh, and then you can upload them to places like Etsy or eBay or what do we talk about? You know, Walmart, anywhere you're selling these products. Um, but beyond that, you know, tip number three is really just make sure you have really good mock-ups. You can check out Photific. You can check out Placeit. That's a really popular option. They also help you do video mock-ups, which is great on platforms that support video like Etsy. So you can do custom mock-ups for every single one of your listings if you want to. And on Etsy, you know, you can hover over uh, and I, know, I don't know if everybody sees this or not because I know Etsy kind of split tests um, different UIs, different user interfaces, but you can typically hover over a listing that has a video and it auto plays the video. And that's a nice edge to have if you're the seller and it auto plays a nice video and you know that makes them want to click your listing and not your competition. Uh, one last shout out to my designs. They can help you do your mockups, but you can do them in bulk. So I do my designs bulk mockups pretty much every day. I mean, I've honestly got mockups queued up right now while I'm recording this video because I love to multitask. That's how I make all this stuff happen. You know what I mean? So tip number three is make sure you have really good mockups. Tip number four, all right, is pricing psychology. All right, there is a blog, all right, uh, called Nick Kalenda, and I've referenced him throughout the years that I've had my YouTube channel. He, amongst other things, is like a pricing psychology expert, at least contextually in my mind, I think of him as the pricing psychology expert because 
He is a published author on a number of psychology-related things. His newsletter is great. It's free. Uh, this article on his blog is free. You can actually download it in PDF form. But there's one part of it that I always like to um, remind you guys that it exists, and that's when it comes to the numeric aspect of us pricing products online, make sure, if you can, uh, that you reduce the left digit by one whenever possible. Often that means you can, instead of charging, you know, in this example, $3 for something, right? 3.00, subtract 0.01 from the right side of the decimal. All right. So one penny that takes the three and changes it to a two. Now there's plenty of information from online sales because everything online is tracked. It's quantifiable. And then once you have the data, you can data mine it for these things. Um, you can figure out pretty quickly. And he figured it out for us that if you can reduce that left digit by one, you're going to see an increase in conversion rate. So when when algorithms, uh, when, when we're on Etsy, when we're on Amazon, submitting our designs, trying to sell these t-shirts, the algorithm's constantly tracking our conversion rate, our click-through rate, et cetera. Like these are all things that, again, it knows when a customer sees our listing and doesn't click it. It knows when it sees it and, we, and when they see it and we do, they do click it. Then from there, did they actually convert into a paying customer? Well, that's your conversion rate. The higher these things are, the better. So anything that you can do, like making great mock-ups, all right, like for me too, I like to crop the mock-ups so that the design is very visible. Uh, all the way to pricing psychology, that's gonna help increase your conversion rate as well. That's gonna help you become a more successful seller because it really is almost a function of, if assuming you have good niche research, good designs, it's gonna, and we're gonna touch on niche research in a second, but assuming you do those two, it becomes almost like a game of how can you get the most organic visibility? How can you get in front of the most targeted customers, not just people in general, but targeted customers, which if they type in keywords into a search bar, then we can do targeting based on what they searched for. And that's what these algorithms aim to do. And then from there, it's like a, a game of how high is your click-through rate and your conversion rate and your feedback. Are you resulting in happy customers? Which again, brings us back to Gelato, global infrastructure, well-established company, they're going to help you get those five-star reviews, that social proof that's going to lead to more sales down the line. Uh, the fifth tip is really, guys, like, if you're just getting started, I would recommend when it comes to, you know, t-shirts, think about it. We need to, we, we start with the blank slate. What do you design? You know what I mean? I would say this is almost twofold, my recommendations. One is do niche research in general, like start with actually looking at what is selling and all that really requires. You can go pay for a research tool, but if you're brand new, you don't need to do that. You can go to a website like Amazon, like Etsy, like Google, like eBay, like Redbubble, like Walmart, so many options, and just perform a keyword search as if you're a customer, right? As if you're a customer, but in your head, you're looking at it as a seller and you're just collecting data on what is popular right now because I may want to jump into that niche with my own custom design and try to you know sell to that customer base. Oftentimes, the pie is very large, guys, uh, so you can carve out a little piece of it for yourself. The second um, aspect that I want to recommend when it comes to niche research as tip number five is tip number five is really do niche research, like just actually do it, like verify that what you're intending to sell, that there is demand for that, right? Like that's not that hard to do. Just go look at what's selling on, on, on these marketplaces. The other side of it is I'd like to recommend that you stick to what you're comfortable with, especially when you're getting started. Now there's no requirement that you need to know anything about what you're selling. That's not a requirement. But if you're just getting started, your edge is anything you bring experience and expertise to. So I'd recommend stick to that. You know what I mean? In this case, who doesn't love a good conspiracy theory? Now, I'm not going to lie. This isn't an original idea. I saw it on Twitter, but I was like, hey, if someone's 
tweeting this shirt out, then perhaps there's a market for it. And I mean, people were talking about it on a Facebook group too. So, I mean, obviously um, something's up with this design. Maybe it was trending. Uh, I think they were talking about it in the context of it being rejected as an Amazon merch submission. So also note that anybody watching this video, I wouldn't try to sell it there. But um, yeah, guys, do niche research, validate that what you're selling, people are looking to buy, right? And then bring expertise if you can to your niche selection. Um, That also helps you put a funny spin on things or at least contextually, you know, know what's, what's funny, what makes sense, what's right, what's wrong. You know, what would people buy? What would they probably not buy? Anything you can shed light on from your own personal experience is going to be an edge that you have guys. So that's it for this video. I hope you enjoyed the five tips that I shared. Check out Gelato. They're going to assist you in a number of ways. The biggest way obviously is just that they're going to let you access their global fulfillment infrastructure, which has a number of benefits Beyond the obvious, especially it helps when you're um, outside of the United States where I know a lot of my viewers are, you can still live in the United States and sell to an international audience. If you have fulfillment in a lot of these countries spread out around the world, there's a number of benefits, uh, especially with things like things not getting lost in the mail, um, order fees, fulfillment times, just to name a few. So Gelato has that as their edge as a company, just one of them. But you know, I wanted to point that out. That's really beneficial. And make sure to get 60% off your first order with Gelato using my code Ryan, which is valid for three days. That's 72 hours after you sign up. Um, so check them out. The link is at the top of the description. Thank you guys for watching. Please like and subscribe and I'll see you at the next one.